Hello, everybody, and Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in to today's podcast episode. And before we get into today's study today, I do want to take a moment and invite you to our first annual Akron FBC Christmas with Triumphant Sound Quartet concert that is going on this Sunday at 5 o'clock at the historic Akron Opera House. That is 151 Reed Street, and it is going to be an amazing, amazing event. Doors will open at 4 o'clock. It is first come, first serve, open seating, and it is going to be awesome. I'm so excited for it. We're going to hear some amazing music from the Triumphant Sound Quartets. We're going to read Luke chapter 2 under candlelights. We will hear about the glorious gospel message of Jesus Christ. And then to top it all off, for every family that's in attendance, we will send you on your way with a goodie bag courtesy of Akron FBC with some gifts inside. So please come for that. It's going to be an amazing event. And if you miss the Festival of Trees during Akron's hometown Christmas, you'll get to see several of them still on display. So even more reason to come to this event. All right. So please come if you're able. I'm so excited to see you this Sunday, December 18th at 5 o'clock at the historic Akron Opera House Christmas with Triumphant Sound Quartet. Hello and happy Friday to all of you listeners out there. It is time for another edition of the Akron FBC Daily Devotional Podcast, a daily podcast where we read and study God's Word together. We are dealing with what it takes to be an awesome family today in the back half of Ephesians 5 and Ephesians chapter number 6. We've been looking at this topic for a couple weeks now, and so far we found out that to be an awesome family, you need to seek the power of God in your life. Seek to be filled with the Spirit of God. And awesome families also understand the pattern of God in their life. They understand God's pattern for the family and God's pattern for the home concerning husbands and wives and parents and children. And to close our series on the awesome family, we're going to learn that awesome families also experience progress. They experience progress in their home. You see, it's not about being perfect that makes you awesome. It's about experiencing progress that makes you awesome. Continually growing and continually moving in the right direction. You see, spirit-filled families encourage and experience growth. And that's what the Apostle Paul alludes to in Ephesians chapter number 6 and verse 4. The Bible says, And ye fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord bringing them up, moving them along, progress. And nurture and admonition deals with training and teaching, right? So the idea of an awesome family is a family that experiences progress and experiences growth. Now, to close our series for the next couple of days, we're going to look at ways to help us grow as a family. And there's two ways that help growth that I want to look at today. And the first one is this. The first one is through example. The best way to teach your kids is by being a good example. And Jesus did this when he was teaching his disciples. We see that in John chapter 13 and verses 14 and 15. The Bible says, If I then, your Lord and Master, have washed your feet, ye also ought to wash one another's feet. For I have given you an example that ye should do as I have done to you. He did it as an example for them so they would follow his example. You see, you and I, we learn best by example, and the same thing is the case with our children. You see, kids don't want to hear a sermon. They want to see one. They want to see you 
walk the walk and talk the talk. And that's ultimately what the back half of the book of Ephesians is referring to. You see, people won't remember what you say, but they will remember what you do and how you made them feel. The best way we can help growth in our families is example. So that's the first way. To help growth, you need to do it by example, but not only example, but also conversations. Conversations will help you so much in this topic. You see, if you aren't having conversations with your kids about real issues, then they really aren't going to be growing, right? We grow through personal conversations. We grow through one-on-one -on -one conversations. That's the best way I can grow in my life. When I was in school with a ton of people, I had a hard time, but one-on-one -on -one conversations with my professors and my mentors, that's when I started to experience growth. And the same thing applies to our kids, one-on-one -on -one conversations. And having one-on-one -on -one conversations with your kids about spiritual matters is super important in your home. The Bible alludes to this in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 7. The Bible says, And thou shalt teach them diligently unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. All right. Now, the Bible in that verse gives us four of the best times to have teachable moments. Four of the best times we can teach our kids. We can teach them when we are at home, when we are out for a walk, when we are at bedtime, and first thing in the morning. Talk to them when you sit down in thine house, the Bible says, when you walkest by the way, when thou liest down, and when thou risest up. When you're at home, when you're out for a walk, at bedtime, and first thing in the morning. You want to know what it doesn't say, though, which is really interesting? It doesn't say church. It doesn't say church at all. Don't teach them at church. That's not what it says. It's not my job to teach your kids. It's your job to teach your kids to train and nurture them about spiritual matters, which is really interesting uh, that the Bible talks about that in that way. It's your job to be grounded in the Word of God. It's your job to know the Word of God, to have a strong personal relationship in Jesus Christ, and then show your children by example and by deed and by truth and by word and by conversation how it is to live a righteous life for the Lord and what the glorious gospel message of Jesus Christ is all about and the fact that their life has purpose, their life has meaning, and Jesus Christ loves them. It's our job as parents to teach our kids in that way through example and through conversations.